Knowledge must be earned, Tenno. I will share what I know, but you must prove yourself deserving. Welcome to a Cephalon Squared mini-episode. Injecting more Warframe into your week. Here are your Cephalons, Greg and Lucas. G'day Cephalon Collective, welcome to our mini-episode number five. This one is in regards to melee weapons. My name is Cephalon Greg, and I'm joined, as always, by Cephalon Lucas. How are you this evening? I'm doing good. It's, uh, it's been a great day. It's been a great week. Lots of little surprises from, from DE. Um, yeah. But it's, it's been good. Bring on Fortuna on the consoles, please, DE. We're getting impatient. Lots of yeah, people are getting little. pissed, I've noticed. I've seen some yeah. people getting pissed off on Twitter. They've got to calm down. If they can think they can do better, go and make a goddamn game yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that easy. Best but anyway. here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So before we get into it, we've got a little bit of mini news. Um, uh, one of them, of course, is that the Prime Vault opened this week. And along with it came, surprise, Akvasto Prime. Nobody expected it. So the link and the... Um, uh, the blueprint for the Akvasto came along with the rest of the unvaulting. So we got a brand new prime weapon this week. Of course, that means you need to build two Vastos and then get the other parts. So it's a pain in the ass to build, but it looks like it's going to be pretty good. It looks like a good solid st status and crit weapon. So a good solid hybrid with strong slash on it. So it's very, very much um, meta. Excited, also, Lucas? Um, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty excited on it. But uh, I've got to say that uh, a little bit unfortunate for you that they would sneak this secondary in just before the uh, the console release of Fortuna. I mean, it's going to throw you back a little bit. Very funny. Very, <laughs> very funny. Well played, DE. They must be listening to the podcast. Well played. I'll get you. No. We'll figure it out. I'll try and get it. Um, hopefully all will go well and I will have it before Fortuna comes out. Right after I got on top of all the other secondaries. <sighs> anyway. Well played. <laughs> um, apart from that, of course, there's been a whole bunch of Fortuna hotfixes. Fothixes? Yep. Fothixes. You hear it, heard it here first, folks. Um, there's been a whole bunch of changes, including making the enemy slightly easier. So maybe it will be a little bit easier than the... Uh, enjoyment that i had when i first did it but to be honest i don't think it will be that much easier um we shall see but uh they did slightly reduce the difficulty level of the enemies so we'll see how that goes for you good people um and of course this weekend there will be a dev stream so that is definitely important for the mini news so that you've got a bit of a heads up um friday morning if you're oh, sorry friday afternoon if you are in the northern hemisphere and saturday in the freaking armpit of the morning for those of us in australia <laughs> yay <laughs> all righty 4 a.m wake up for me for you yeah 5 a.m <laughs> for me that's the only time that um daylight savings actually kind of works out for me <laughs> anyway such is life all righty so this week we're talking melee weapons ho ho um what are melee weapons well they're they're weapons that you hit people with so you pick up a stick and you hit people with them. That's a melee weapon. So there's a whole bunch of different kinds. There's swords, there's daggers, there's dual swords. There's going to be a massive long sword soon. There are, of course, already long heavy blades and there's axes and there's hammers. 
polearms, scythes, all sorts of stuff. And they all just do the same thing. They either bludgeon things or they cut them or both. Or stab. So, hmm? Or stab. Or stab. Yes, that's true. Some of them do stab. Um, but of course, uh, just like every other weapon in the game, they have both uh, a crit chance and a status chance. So they're fairly um, similar to all the other weapons. Melee weapons are different, though, because they have a new thing um, called reach. Uh, and they also have something called, uh, you know, attack speed. Now, attack speed is pretty important because the bigger the weapon is, the slower you are to, to strike. And the slower the animation the more your enemies can hit you while you're swinging the damn thing. Uh, reach is important because if you only have a short reach, then you can only hit enemies that you're very close to, who, of course, in turn can also hit you. So the bigger the reach is, the more enemies you can get that are further away from you. Now, this does, of course, also affect um, ranged weapons. You know, ranged weapons do have a rate of fire and they do have... Um, range drop-off and things like that, but they're not as important, uh, whereas with melee weapons, they are super important. Would you agree or disagree with anything I've said there, Lucas? No, I, I fully agree. Um, you know, range can be quite important. It's, uh, it really does determine whether or not, you know, how close you have to get yourself into trouble. Yeah? Short-reaching short, yeah, uh, exactly. short dagger, then you've got to be right up, right up in the enemy's face. Um, yeah, right up in their earlobes. Yeah, long-reaching polearm. You can sit back and just slash them from, from you know, a couple meters away. Yeah, or a bloody um, uh, blade and chain, like blade the infected chain. scissors that you love so much. Ooh, yes. Um, <laughs> they, that's yeah, they're just amazing. You can swing those things around, and slash stuff that's half a bloody kilometer away. Kilometer, not a mile. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Just picking on you. I don't even know what a mile is. Actually, a mile is 1.67 kilometers. There you go. I do know what a mile is. Anyway, so, um, Lucas, I got off track. Lucas, would you like to talk about the uh, damage mods today? All right. Well, let's yeah. what have we got here. So, we've got the standard damage mods. Um, Shit, I haven't so put them down, have I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not much help. Uh, but basically, you got pressure point for your standard damage um, and the primed variant of the mod you have the primed pressure point um, that just increases the base damage uh, then you've got fury for your attack speed um, and also gladiator vice does a bit of uh, attack speed as well um, and then of course reach for that uh, bit of uh, melee range uh, and you can also get a prime variant of it primed reach nice and simple Indeed you can Sorry about that, Lucas. I was in such a hurry when I did this this morning. I can't believe I missed the bloody most important one, pressure point. But, of course, it is also the easiest one to remember. So, sorry. I sort of put you into it a bit there and I didn't even notice. <laughs> brief throw off, but it's so good. <laughs> That's right. I'm glad. I, I, I usually do the standard damage mod, so I got you to do it this week just for a bit of shits and gigs. Um, but, yeah, it ended up giving me more giggles than you. <laughs> Unintentionally. I like giggles. Makes me happy. Anyway, um, so let's look at stat and crit. So when you're looking at crit, there's a bunch of weapons that are sort of uh, more leaning towards the crit side of things, and they include the Destreza, Dark Split Sword, which are dual swords, the Jat Kusar, uh, Reaper Prime, which is cool um, double scythes, um, Venka Prime, which is my favorite little freaking 
uh, Wolverine blades, and the Croker, which are uh, Lucas's bloody what do you call them? Power Ranger sword. Power Ranger swords. <laughs> <laughs> so those ones uh, you would build for crit, and that is you would put True Steel on them for crit chance, Organ Shatter for crit damage, and of course if you've got the Gladiator set mod, you might put Gladiator Might on there for crit damage as well. Um, you're looking at status weapons. These are weapons such as the Endura. So we had the Destreza for crit, um, and the Endura is also a Repier, um, and that is a stat Repier. Uh, the Arca-Titron, Arca-Titron, which is a big-ass hammer, um, the Dark Split Sword in its heavy, heavy blade variant, because the Dark Split Sword can be either heavy blade or dual swords. Dual sat, uh, sorry... The Glaive Prime, the Lacera, and the Legion are all really good, powerful stat weapons, particularly the Legion. Note to all. Uh, so if you were going to build those weapons for stat, you'd use Melee Prowess for crit chance, sorry, status chance, Lattice, Lasting Sting for status duration, dual stat mods that you'd put on these, there's Vicious Frost, Virulent Scourge, Volcanic Edge, and Voltaic Strike, and it struck me that all of these start with a V. I don't know why, but they do. Just, just so going a bit of a theme. <laughs> yeah, they are tricky, tricky de. Um, so these are the mods, the, the base mods that you'd use for stat weapons. Lucas, let's look at the ultra special mods. Special mods. All right. Well, to start off with, we have body count, which is a increase um, of the melee combo counter duration. Uh, so I think I think uh, body count's like 12 seconds added onto your your combo duration. So essentially you can stop hitting, and you won't lose that duration that uh, that counter straight away. So it's always good to have, especially for critical weapons. Um, condition overload. Now we've spoken a hell of a lot about condition overload in the past. It is plus 60% uh, damage for every status uh, the target is afflicted by. So. It's ridiculously overpowered and magnificent for any status-based melee weapon. And I still don't have it. We still don't have it. Uh, then we also have Healing Return, which is very similar to Condition Overload, but it heals you um, for a certain amount per hit on an enemy with as many status effects on them. So, yeah, it, it's very similar to um, Condition Overload in that sense. Um, and you're looking at Maiming Strike... Uh, good old Rufflecopter main mod for the crit chance increase while sliding attack. Um, so that's, that's always another nice one to add to any uh, high crit chance weapon. Uh, Spoiled Strike increases the, uh, damage by 100% but reduces attack speed by uh, 20%. Um, so it's kind of a... you want to put it on weapons that are extremely fast just to knock them down a little bit, make them a little bit more handleable, um, and, of course, double their attack strength, so it's great. And uh, then we have Weeping Wounds, which is the status chance equivalent of... Actually, I don't think you put that one in here. No, you did not. Okay, so... Sorry. <laughs> uh, status chance increase um, per melee combo counter... Um, level and one I'm thinking of I cannot actually remember right now is bleeding bleed 
Blood Rush. Blood Rush, which does the uh, crit chance uh, increases per level of combo multiplier. Yes. So there are a bunch of special modes, and there's probably ones we've missed out on um, that people like. Uh, these are just the clear standouts for special mods and really these are the main ones that people go to especially condition overload maiming strike weeping wounds blood rush uh, body count is a really good one if you need to do the um get your uh combo counter over three times for 30 seconds for a riven mod use body count thanks to lucas for teaching me that that just makes it easy simple even mm. um so yeah good mods Good mods, man. Good mods. All right. So what are our favorite weapons? Um, now, these are just a couple of... The thing we were talking about before we started recording was a ridiculous amount of melee weapons in the game and Zors don't help things. So um, we've just come up with a few of our favorites. They aren't the be-all and end-all of our favorites. These are just the ones that came to the top of my head when I thought, what do I like? So I've got the Grand Prime, the Twin Basalk, um, which is... Uh, uh, twin axes because they're cool. Nummy Skylar Prime, uh, Rector Dark Dagger, the Atarax because it's a cool blender on a on a chain. Uh, the Kestrel, not the Kestreg as we called it last week. It's the Kestrel, which is the boomerang. The Glaive Prime and the Falcor. So a few glaives at the end there, and of course Zors. Lucas. Well, I'm gonna start with Zors because yeah, we all know I'm a bit of a loon when it comes to customization. Uh, but then Truth. of course there's the, the Mios. Um, the Galatine Prime, uh, Distreza Prime, uh, the Sarpa, which we need more uh, gun blades in the game, and my newly acquired Sigma and Octantis Sword and Shield. I love it. It's amazing. It's fantastic. Yeah, and ever since you've fallen in love with that, you're going to make my 500-day decision so much harder. I thought I was just going to go with the Zenith, but now I'm like, shit, Lucas loves that Sigma and Octantis so much. It must be good. Oh, it is so good. I'm still thinking I might go with the Zenith, though, just to give it a shot. Anyway, um, this week we did decide to add a couple of other things, because melee weapons are special. Not only are they special because they're melee weapons, but they're special because they've got a couple of other things. So there's Zors and there's stance mods as well that make them a little bit different. So we're going to look at those. We'll start with Zors. Lucas being the Zor expert and overall lover we can call him a zoophile um <laughs> we'll let him explain what they are just a brief overview we'll probably do a whole episode on them in the future but go for it lucas all right so essentially zors are build your own sword or build your own melee weapon um and they are found on in cetus uh on earth with and were released with the planes of eidolon uh, expansion uh, i'm going to call it expansion it may as well be an expansion uh, and essentially, they are a massive part of the uh, the reputational grind that is the Ostroms. Uh, and through the reputation that you acquire, you can purchase the different parts to the to all the Zors. Um, so the basic look at them is you have your your blade, your handle, and your links. Now, your blade and your handle are, are probably the most important ones because they decide what kind of weapon you're actually going to be getting. You know, you can have a, a short blade with a long handle, might create a staff. Short blade with a short handle, you'll have a dagger, something like that. Um, but every blade essentially has two different uh, weapon types that it can become, depending on the handle you give it. Uh, and then on top of that, the link, 
that just determines whether or not it's going to be a status-based weapon or a crit-based weapon. Uh, so there's a lot of different uh, customizational uh, capabilities behind this. So go nuts, mix and match a few, um, and have fun. Exactly. And like we said, we'll, we'll have a much closer look at Zors in the future when we are looking for something else to do. Or maybe if people want it, we might do it sooner. So let us know. Um, stances, stance mods. So if you're like me, you're lazy and you'll be running along shooting your weapon and you'll just hit your quick melee button and that's how you use your melee weapon. But if you're smart and you know how the game actually is designed and you know that the game actually has a whole bunch of other use and function when it comes to melee weapons, you'll know to use stances and you'll know to actually switch to your melee weapon, um, depending on what button it is on your console or PC. Um, you can switch to that weapon so that it is equipped. If you do so, that's when the stance comes into effect. The stance essentially determines what combos you can do with that weapon. So combos will mean that a slower attacking weapon, if you're doing a quick strike, could turn into something that become that you know can combo into a bunch of quick strikes towards the end and do more damage. Um, so the way that your combos work is explained on the modding screen, I think. Um, you can press a certain button, and again, it is depending on your platform. That will take you into a list of the different combos that you can do with that stance equipped. So you'll find that different combos work better for you, for your play style. Some of them are faster, some of them are slower, some of them have longer animation times. So it really depends on what kind of a player you are. But stances are pretty important. Now, this is going to change over time. It's going to become more important, really, when Melee 3.0 comes into the game, and we will do an episode on that once that happens, because it's going to implement a whole bunch of changes. I mean, something we haven't even talked about is channeling. At the moment, <clears throat> channeling, you can press a certain button, and you essentially channel your energy into your weapon to power it up, basically, but you, uh, you do that at the expense of some of your energy. Now, nobody really uses that in the game, and there are a whole bunch of mods that are based around channeling. Because no one really uses it, D is about to change it. So we decided not to, to talk about it in that much detail in this episode. Uh, and when it comes to stances, stances are going to stay, but the quick melee button is actually going to go. So when you hit that quick melee button, you're actually going to automatically change to the melee weapon, which is, I think, how it always should have been. But it is going to make combos something that everybody should start to get used to. So it's probably something you should start looking into now, while you have the chance to learn, rather than doing it once um, you're sort of forced into it. Uh, anything else you want to add on that one, Lucas? Uh, it is two things I wanted to. Two things I wanted to add to that. Uh, so looking yep. back when we were first talking about the status versus crit weapons, uh, we both uh, the dark split sword was actually mentioned in both. Uh, with its dual swords or its heavy blade variant. Now the way that actually works is depending on the stance you have on the weapon de yes. determines what it actually is. So putting a dual sword sta um, stance mod onto it will turn it into the dual swords form and that will be more of a crit based weapon. Whereas if you were to chuck on the uh, heavy blade stance it will be a heavy blade and it will be more accustomed to status. 
Um, so yeah, at the moment it's the only weapon affected by this kind of mechanic in the game, um, but it is an important mechanic all the same. Uh, and Sorry. secondly, I wanted to mention the, the fact that um, certain combos in stances actually have uh, bonus effects. Uh, a good example is the, uh, the rapier stance Volpine Fox. Um, the first press of the button will do a double jab with the rapier, and it will actually cause a 100% guarantee slash proc. Hmm. Uh, and this is on a weapon that virtually has no slash damage on it, realistically. Uh, so, yeah, you, you really need to keep an eye out for these stances and you know, find out what they do, because there are lots of little gems like that that just do that little bit extra that really helps out. Yeah, and the other thing that, that stances do is they increase your mod capacity for melee weapons, much like aura mods do on Warframes. Uh, so they are things that you'll want to put onto your weapons, but if you don't actually look into it yourself, you could probably overlook stances completely. Uh, so look into stances, you'll probably find that it is much more deeper functionality than you realized and that you know you can actually make good use of it uh for survivability and for uh, increasing your dps so yep 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 all right so this one has been a little bit longer than than usual mainly because of that extra stuff we had to go into um, and we thought was really important for this episode but uh we hope it was of use to you particularly the zors and the, the stances section um so yeah reach out and let us know uh, and how can you do so? Well, I'm glad you asked. We have a Facebook page, which is Cephalon Squared. We've got a Facebook group, Cephalon Collective. Of course, we have our Twitter uh, account, which is Cephalon Squared, or one word, and same on Instagram. Um, Discord. How can you get Discord? Probably the easiest way now would be to go to our website, which is cephalonsquared.com, and that has links to absolutely everything, plus our email and a contact us page, so probably the best place to go is cephalonsquared.com, which we are trying to pack full of information. Lucas has his first article up there. He did a Warframe 101 on Zephyr, so please go check that out and tell him how much you love that article. Um, and, you know, you can reach us on Twitter as well. My name's Greg Newbegin. I am Mad Capsules on Twitter and everywhere else. And Lucas, you are? Well, I am Lucas, and I am Silverlight pretty much everywhere. S-I-L-V-R-L-G-H-T. Uh, again, thank you, everyone, for, for listening. Um, and, you know, we really do appreciate the community's input, so we're always looking to, to hear from you guys. Exactly, definitely. We... Um... We genuinely appreciate appreciate can England. <laughs> <sighs> Probably a good place to call it quits then, eh? Uh, thank you for listening to mini episode number five on melee weapons. Hopefully, it was all you wanted it to be. Give us a rating on your podcast platform of choice, and uh, thanks to Yarn at Disco underscore Box on Twitter for the intro and outro. We will see you in just a couple of days for the overview of this dev stream, which is 118, I think. 119. I'm excited. You're excited. We're all excited. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to Cephalon Squared. If you'd like to contact us, send an email to cephalonsquared at gmail.com or get in touch via Twitter or Facebook. You can also join our Discord or send us a voice message via the Anchor app. See you next week.